Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. As long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. Welcome to Think Hope Podcast. I'm your hopeologist, Dr. Rosalind Tompkins, here to facilitate your journey of hope. As a hopeologist, many people wonder, well, what is a hopeologist? Well, that is my trademarked moniker. And as a hopeologist, I share hope and I empower others to spread hope and I am filled with hope. So that's what makes me the hopeologist that I am and I've been uh, spreading hope and, and, and hope has changed my life now uh, for over 30 years that I am in recovery from drugs and alcohol addiction, and it's all happened through the power of hope by the grace of God. And so that is what makes me a hopeologist, and I am so excited and and just pleased to be your host for your journey of hope. And on today's Think Hope podcast, we're talking about how thinking hope can change your life. Think hope and change your life. And I'm going to share uh, from part of my story of how thinking hope changed my life. And I'd like to encourage those of you who are listening to this podcast, if you're listening live and uh, you call in, you'll have the opportunity to join us and share uh, how thinking hope changed your life. So uh, anytime you want to come in on the call, all you have to do is, is press 1, and I'll see your hand raised in the queue in the studio, and, uh, and I'll bring you on at the appointed time. As a matter of fact, I see one hand raised already, so that's wonderful. And uh, so just keep, keep it there, leave it there, and we'll bring you in, and you can share your story of how thinking hope change your life because this is not just something some type of fad that we're saying think hope and and it'll change your life uh but it is actually uh something that has worked and is working in many many lives many people uh myself included as hopeologists that that I have many uh stories I have uh testimony of 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 addiction and recovery and then other stories of of over 10,000 10,000 plus families that I've worked with through mothers in crisis and and just have seen firsthand how the power of hope can change your life so 
So first of all, let us let us talk about a couple of things I want to bring out. And uh, the first thing is the reason why we are doing this podcast and we are encouraging you to think hope. And that is because that is a part of our hope challenge that we are embarking upon in honor of the first ever National Month of Hope that is coming up in April. April will be our first ever National Month of Hope, and uh, thanks to the work that that we were able to do as I submitted uh, the application on behalf of Mothers in Crisis, and uh, we shared with them with the National Day Calendar the things that we have been doing surrounding hope, and as a matter of fact, we had got proclamations back in 2016 to designate every Friday as Hope Universe Day, and then we decided to go ahead and apply for a whole month and to take it to a national level. So whenever we applied to the national day calendar, and they had uh, several, I think it was like uh, approximately 18,000 applications, and they only chose 30 for that particular cycle, and we were one, and we we were chosen to uh, to get a whole day, a whole month, a whole month of hope. And so, whenever I share that, that is so phenomenal. That deserves a big round of applause. <laughs> and thanks to the thanks to the hard work of the Hope Squad and uh, Mothers in Crisis, Christ Vision Tribe, and uh, myself as as the founder and visionary, we were able to secure April as the National Month of Hope. And this coming April will be the first uh, time that we'll, we'll have a chance to celebrate and then every April thereafter. And so we're hoping and we're believing that it's going to get bigger and bigger and, and uh, we'll get more and more people aware of, of hope, how to celebrate hope, and and to take the the hope challenge because that's what we're doing this year. We're kicking it off by giving and uh, sharing this hope challenge with everyone, and the hope challenge is simply this. Think hope and make hope connections. Think hope and make hope connections. That's the challenge. So to find out more information about how to do that, go to makeahopeconnection.com think-hope.com or hope-universe.com. It all leads to the same place, and that's our website that has all the information about the Hope Challenge. So it starts off with think hope and make hope connections. So, So that's why we're taking our time with this Think Hope podcast because thinking hope can change your life. And in order to make hope connections, you have to first know and learn how to think hope. So before I share my story, a uh, part of my story of how how hope, thinking hope, changed uh, my life and set me on a on a on a course for positive and exciting things that I had been believing God for and desiring in my heart for quite some time. Uh, I'd like to just talk about what it means to think hope. Because when we say think hope, we're not saying just think hope, 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 hope. You know, we're talking, we're talking about a way of thinking. Because when you think hope, you think of 
the positive, you think of good things. When you think hope, you seek, you look for the good in the midst of the challenging uh, circumstances that may be. When you think hope, you you think future oriented, and you and you believe that no matter what's happening. Uh, things are going to get better. When you think hope, you have an expectation that God is good, that he is going to work it out on your, uh, work things together uh, for the good of those who love him and those that are called according to his purpose, as the word of God says. So when you think hope, it's a, it's a whole way of looking at things. It's 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 sort of like what, what they say about the uh, proverbial uh, glass of water you can look at the glass and one person says that it is half empty and another person could look at the same glass and say no it's half full well that's thinking hope when you when you look at when you look at things from a hopeful perspective then it can literally change your life so uh, i'm going to give you an example of that from my own uh personal uh, story, my own life story that I'd like to share, and then I'm going to hear from some of the Hope Squad members that will share uh, uh, instances in their life where thinking hope changed their life, and then we're going to, I'm going to give you seven points, seven points that will help when you're thinking about how to think hope and change your life. So, I want to just start off by saying that I have a a testimony, I have a story of recovery from drugs and alcohol addiction and all of the things uh that or many of the things that went along with it uh throughout my throughout my life um as I was addicted to drugs for 12 years and I started using when I was 12 years old and uh i went through many many circumstances uh and 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 devastating things that that i talk about and i and i write about in my book as long as there's breath in your body there is hope and i often share from those experiences uh because and i'm going to tell you one of the reasons why i do that is because i understand that there are many people who are still struggling with addiction today that they're struggling and uh and so i understand the importance of of sharing your story although it's been 30 years over 30 years now 31 <laughs> years uh since i've been walking in in this place of recovery and and believe you me i've had many other experiences in my life where thinking hope has changed my life and i'm going to share from another experience uh today that is fresh on my mind because uh because of this uh invitation that I received. I received an invitation to be on a podcast with a dear sister by the name of Trisha Bennett. And she has a happily ever after podcast that she does through iTunes. I believe it's primarily on iTunes and it and it reaches uh, over almost 300,000 people and and uh and she she talks to women who are happily married and she shares their stories she has them to share their stories so that it can bring hope to other women 
who are looking for their mate, who desire to be married and who desire to have that type of happily ever after and who don't seem to see it anywhere. And uh, and and so Steve Harrison, who is one of my coaches and uh, has been helping us with this National Month of Hope and this hope movement and helping us to get some things together there, uh, he suggested to Tricia that she interview me on this Happily Ever After podcast uh, so that I could share my story of uh, my marriage with uh, Kwame and 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 to bring hope and I and I said I said well you know that is exactly what I do as a hopeologist and it doesn't have to be uh, around one particular subject it doesn't always have to be addiction because there are many situations where people need hope and uh, and so many things and and so I can speak to many of situations not just about the addictions and and share how thinking hope can change your life and how thinking hope literally changed my life. So when I was speaking with Tricia, since this is fresh on my mind, I decided that I would share a little bit uh, from my story of when I met my husband and how I met him and how thinking hope changed my life and how thinking hope made all the difference in the world. Because me and my husband, uh, we met through the uh, the internet website eHarmony, eHarmony. And, and uh, many times when I share that, I, I always say uh, a lot of people will look at me or look at us if we're together like we just landed from outer space because of all of the horror stories and everything that you that you hear about this online dating. And, uh, and so... Uh, we've been married now for four years, but that's that's how we met, and that was uh, five years ago uh, that we met through eHarmony. And basically, I ended up on eHarmony because of the young, several of the young ladies uh, from my congregation, uh, as I am a, a pastor of Turning Point International Chapel Outreach Ministry of Mothers in Crisis, and and uh, many of the young ladies were coming to me, and they were asking about online dating and what did I think about it. And uh, I was single at the time, and, I, and, and I, I'm one that I always want to share from a place of knowledge and not just what I hear or what I see on television and what have you. So I, I just felt inspired to, to go ahead and, uh, and, and go online and, and create a profile, and I chose eHarmony in particular because of the founder, uh, Neil Clark Warren. He is also the author of the book, Love the Life You Live. And uh, it's a powerful book uh, that he that he wrote. He and, and his uh, partner, another uh, fellow, wrote the book several years ago. And I've used that book uh, in my coaching, through my life coaching. And um, and so I, I, I knew that, that, that he was he was pretty solid, and he was also a Christian, and uh, he was one of the founders of eHarmony. So I said, well, let me go on eHarmony because they have this profile that they do, and it's and it should be able to help you to sort through, uh, you know, what was you know, so you can sort through and get the right personality and and get the right uh, uh, partner that you are most compatible with. So I decided. So that's what I did. I, I, I 
created a profile. I paid the money because it does cost. And and lo and behold, the first thing that happened, the first experience that I had was with someone who we called a catfish. Now, a catfish is someone who poses to be uh, as someone else online through uh, usually through online dating or maybe even through other social media sites, but they're, they pose, they, they pretend to be uh, someone that they're not, okay? And, uh, and so that was my first experience, and, 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 and I was talking with this, this guy, and, and I hadn't talked to him that, that many times, but several times I'd spoken to him on the phone, and he seemed to be someone who was very interesting, and I was like, oh, okay, this thing is it's, it's not so bad here. But lo and behold, I got an email from eHarmony uh, saying that I needed to cut all ties and stop all correspondence with this 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 particular guy that gave the name and everything. And I was like, what? <laughs> yes, you know, and I was very, uh, very, very disturbed, as, as you can, you might imagine, that this had happened to me, that this was the experience. But I was also very pleased that eHarmony had contacted me and let me know because, sure enough, right after I got the email from them, then uh, I, I got another uh, phone call from him, and I told him, I said, look, I don't know what who you are or what you're doing, but no, there will be no more communication between you and I and I just I just cut him off. So now let's get to thinking hope. After that particular experience, I could have easily just turned it off and just said, you know what, I'm gonna get off of this profile. I'm gonna get off of this this um dating site. I'm going to delete my profile because this doesn't work and 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 it's a fraud and I'm going to tell all of my my members that have been asking me to don't go online because it's just full of of catfish out there you know don't swim in those waters but I did not because I was thinking hope I was thinking hope and I was also going through a particular trying time I was going through transition in my life I had just uh turned in my house and uh and moved in to uh to to stay with with one of my members at the time in one in in this uh little one room and and my whole life was kind of in transition and and it was it was it was it was one of those times when I was looking for God and I was looking for the light of hope in the midst of all of the turbulence and the challenging situations that was going on and I also had uh, taken my first trip to South Africa. My my pastor, my spiritual father, uh, Dr. Stephen Govender, had moved back there for, for a brief time, he and his dear wife, Pastor Nancy, and they sent for me to come to South Africa during, during the National Women's Month where I, was, I did a series of meetings there and, you know, had a wonderful time. It was a wonderful experience, and that's when I came back from South Africa, and uh, once I got back, I knew that where I was was too small. All of a sudden, it was just like, you know what, this is not it. Uh, I, I need I need a change, and then I started praying. I was saying, Lord, uh, you know, there has to be more. There has to be more. 
but I was thinking hope. I was thinking hope. So whenever I got back from South Africa and I got this email from uh, Richard Lester Kwame Lewis or Kwame, because my mind was in that place of hope and not hopelessness, I said, oh, he's interesting. Let me respond. And as they say, the rest is history. It was life-changing for me because I remain open. And when you think hope, you remain open to the possibilities. When you start thinking negativity or you start thinking defeat and, and failure, then you close yourself off. From, from from things that God may have for you that, that's, that, that is there for you if you could just get past the disappointment and the setback and just think hope because hope is future-oriented. And that, that, that is one instance of my story of this lifelong journey of hope that I'm yet on. That's just one occasion where thinking hope changed my life, and my outcome. So we're going to take a break now, and uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to hear from some of the Hope Squad members that I see their hands raised, and we're going to bring you in and have you to share how a, a brief story about how thinking hope changed your life. That's what we're talking about today on the Think Hope podcast. I'm your hopeologist, Dr. Rosalind Tompkins, and I've just shared a portion of my journey of hope with you. And one instance how thinking hope changed the trajectory of my life, and that's what we are challenging each and every one to do as we celebrate April as our first ever National Month of Hope and we are challenging 10,000 or more people to think hope and make hope connections 
If you'd like to find out more information about how you can do that, go to think-hope.com, and you will find the information there, and you would also uh, you can also contact us from that place as well. Okay, now we're going to hear from, uh, let's see, we have several of our hands. I see several hands raised, but I'm going to go to the first one, and uh, I believe that is Millie. Let's see. Hello, is this Millie Poulos? It sure is. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, how are you? Very well. First of all, I want to give glory to God for this Think Hope podcast. And I thank God for you, Dr. Tompkins, for having this podcast and sharing about, oh, praise God, amen. I'm, I'm reminded as you were sharing and talking about Hope Connections, the Lord reminded me a while ago, you know, one of the hope connections in my life was when um, it happened over the radio airwaves when I heard your voice when you had that broadcast show of Mothers in Crisis, Mothers in Christ, and I heard that, you know, little yes. ditty of put the crack down, people put it down. I went, what? What is this? It got my connection and your soothing voice and your positive message. I went, whoa. It was like, if you know that um, when you, at a carnival, when you bang the thing and the thing goes, <laughs> well, my yes, yes, thermometer, yes. thermometer went, I went, I've got to call, and I did, and, you know, hearing your voice and inviting me out to a meeting, you know, we've been making history, and I I thought of hope, because I was in a transition period of my life, too, you know, I had been delivered of drugs and alcohol, I was five years clean, but there was other things that needed to get in order in my life that I needed to deal with. And and God used you to keep helping me to think hope and press on. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Well, thank you, thank you for uh, acknowledging that and and sharing uh, of of how thinking hope allowed you to make that hope connection uh, with me and with Mothers in Crisis and uh, and become a part of you know so many decades now later of what we're doing as we are launching this National Month of Hope in April and as we're challenging people to think yes. hope and allow your life to change. Think hope and change your life. So thank you yes. so much for sharing with us, and we are going to uh, continue on. And, and I see another hand raised. And thank you, we, Dr. We want Thompson. you to continue to think hope and Allow your life to continue to change. Amen? Amen. Thank you. Okay. All right. So before we bring on our next uh, our next Hope Squad member, and Millie Poulos is definitely a Hope Squad member, and she's been running hard uh, on this Hope journey, uh, Mothers in Crisis, and and uh, for, for several decades, at least about 25 years now, that she's been a part of this, and, uh, and it's just an intricate part of, of what we're doing as we are encouraging everyone to think hope. So before I bring in the next uh, Hope Squad member, I see your hand raised there. 
uh, I want to talk about seven things when we're talking about think hope and change your life. There are seven points that I'd like to make, and I will go ahead and start and give you two of them now. The first one is, number one, when you think hope, you change your life because when you think hope, as the Word of God says in Proverbs, the 23rd chapter and the 7th verse, it says, for as he thinks within himself, so is he. So when you think hope, you become hopeful. For as you think within yourself, so are you. And therefore, when you think hope, then you become hope or you become hopeful. That's point number one. Point number two is when you think hope, you look for the good in the midst of the challenge. In the midst of every challenging situation, you look for good. And I'm going to tell you, you, you will find it. But you have to look, you have to seek, and as you seek, you will find. Because oftentimes when things are going, especially as we say in that darkness, in that dark place, you can't see anything but the darkness. But the moment you allow hope, you start thinking hope, it's like the light begins to come on and it illuminates, it illuminates something that you hadn't seen before some aspect that you had not you you haven't seen before which brings me to number 3 is when you think hope you can find a solution you see because the light of hope illuminates and brings forth the answer or the answers so those are the first three points that I want to bring that I want to bring up and we have uh we have several more we have four more that I'll share with you before uh, the end of the broadcast, but now I see, let's see, I'm going to bring in, I believe this is, is this Juanita? Hello? Yes. Hello, Dr. Tompkins. Hi, how are, how are you? Good. Doing very well. Another Hope Squad member, Mrs. Juanita Thompson, it's so wonderful to have you with us. Yes, it's such a pleasure. Okay, so why don't you share with us how uh, an instance uh, from your life and your hope journey of how thinking hope changed your life? Yes, Dr. Tompkins. Um, You know, I was struggling also with addiction for 20 years, and that one day happened when I seen the PSA on TV, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. And there you was right there. And what I did, I grabbed hold to hope. Mm. And from that moment on, I started my journey of hope through Mothers in Crisis for the great counseling teaching. Wow. I've been making it ever since until now. Still moving forward with hope. Now, that that is that is powerful that you say that because that is, one of the main trademark, trademark, uh, uh, we would say some people call it a cliche. It's not the cliche. It's a trademark, powerful statement of hope, and that is yes. as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. And and we used to have those public service announcements that would go 
across the television airways, and uh, we had them for at least a decade, and we just have them out there playing, and that's what you're referring to. And uh, so many people, uh, just like you, they saw that, that message, and they heard the message, they felt the message, they received the message, and hope came in the midst of the hopeless situation. Now, did 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 that just bring a total change and transformation? No, but you know what it did? It planted a seed. And yeah. that's what we're talking about when we're saying thinking hope and making hope connections and sharing this hope, you're planting seeds. And we believe that as the seeds are watered, then there will produce a harvest of hope. They'll produce a harvest of life and fruitfulness. So thank you for sharing that because that is something that we know that we we are going to still bring forth and we're going to still uh, share as we go forth with this April National Month of Hope, as we go forth with the Hope Challenge. We are encouraging people to share that that particular phrase, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. And 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 just allow that to sink in, because sometimes people are on the brink of suicide. You never know what they may be experiencing, and and just to hear that and to re, and and to remind them that yes, I'm still breathing. It makes all the difference in the world, doesn't it? Yes. All right. Well, thank you for for calling in. Thank you for sharing that with us. Did you have anything else you wanted to share before we move on? Mm, That'll be it, Dr. Tompkins. Okay. Well, thanks once again for calling in, and may God bless you richly. It's it's so wonderful to have the Hope Squad members uh, that are that are calling in and that are willing to share uh, their story and and their journey of hope because. It's it's not just me. I'm the hopeologist, but you know we always we don't do things alone. We have we have help, and I have help. I have a team, you know, a wonderful what what we call the Hope Squad, the Christ Vision Tribe members, and including uh, my dear husband, who I talked about in my my particular story of hope and how thinking hope changed my life. And I, as a matter of fact, I see. Uh, him, I see him in the in the studio with his hand raised, and so we're going to bring you in in just a minute, Kwame. Um, I want to share a couple more of these points, and then we'll bring you in. Okay, we shared the first point. When you think hope, you change your life because as you think, so are you. And when you think hope, you become hopeful. And then number two. Uh, you think hope by seeking the good in the midst of the challenging situations. And then number three, when you think hope, you can find a solution because the light of hope will illuminate the way. And now number four, when you think hope, you become future-oriented and you say, I know my change is coming. You have an expectation that things will work out for the good. That's what happens when you think hope. And oftentimes we receive exactly what we believe is what we receive. So when you think hope, you believe that things are going to change 
and they do change. You believe they're going to change for the better, and they do change for the better because there is that expectation that they will. All right, so now, hello, hello, Kwame. Hello. Welcome to Think Hope and Change Your Life. Hello, dear. Yes. Do you have a, a story that you'd like to share with us? Sure. Um, and and, and it's, it's an important story that is the flip side of your story. And, and um, are you able to hear me? I be, yes. You're, you're on the air. Yeah. Okay, yes, it's the flip side of your story. And um, interestingly enough, and I think importantly, uh, I, I, I began to think hope uh, at the end of a successful career uh, that was paying me very well, but I always thought that there was more. And in, in that connection, that hope connection that, that was formed with you, I have been able to find purpose and fulfill the destiny that I always felt was within me to be able to be amongst and to be able to touch life and to bring hope to others. And that was fulfilled when I began to think hope uh, and be, was able to escape a, a dead-end uh, professional uh, career uh, that was paying well, but I wasn't satisfied with money. It was that thing in me that said, there is more. Yes. Yes. So so when when thinking hope, so once you, you, you were thinking hope, then, then it changed your life because you were able to change your everything, right? Yes. Everything changed, and and I, as you said earlier, I was open to 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 the possibilities because I had gone through uh, um, a divorce in in my life, and for a few years, and I was working through things for for a few years, and I said, okay, Lord, uh, let me invite you in, and and through Him, hope came, and then through Him, you came. And together, he has been able to do wonderful things with us. Yes, yes, and you, and you, and you, you were able. You left that that job that you you were talking about, and and you you moved all the way from from Maryland to come here to Florida, and and uh, see, think hope. And I'm gonna tell you something about hope that I've been I've been talking about for the past several years now, and that is hope will propel you to move. Hope will cause you to rise higher. Just like I, I liken it to the helium in in one of those uh hot air balloons. When the hope will cause you you can't sit down on hope. Hope is what activates your faith and it brings you into that works of doing the things that need to be done because now you're moving from a place of purpose because you are hopeful. And so I thank God, and I thank God for you, uh, Kwame, my dear husband, who I, were t- who I was talking about earlier and how we met and, and, uh, and, and how now we have such a hopeful union and, uh, and, and we are moving forward. 
doing uh, the work of the Lord, and we are definitely, definitely uh, bringing forth the purpose and the plan that he that that he had for us before the foundations of the world. So thank you for being so supportive and for being on the call and for sharing uh, how hope changed your life. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Okay. All righty. Love you, dear. So we are, I tell you, we are learning some great things about hope tonight. And if there's anyone else, I know uh, I can see in the in the studio that there are uh, the, the callers that are on the line. And if there's anyone else that, that would like to share, uh, just, just press 1 and raise your hand and, and I'll bring you on. Uh, we have a few more minutes. So let me go ahead and uh, share the remaining points that uh, I wanted to talk about the principles tonight. I'll go over the first four that I shared already. Uh, The first one is when you think hope, you change your life because you are what you think. For as he thinks within himself, so is he. So when you think hope, you become hopeful. Number two, you think hope by seeking good in the midst of the challenging situations. Number three, When you think hope, you can find a solution because the light of hope will illuminate the answers. Number four, when you think hope, you become future-oriented. So let's just say if in the midst of everything you can't see anything good, anything is just darkness where you are, well, when you think hope, you begin to think about tomorrow. You begin to think about the future. You begin to think about the possibilities and then you have an expectation that things are going to work out for the good, that things are going to change. And so that hope keeps propelling you forward, which brings me to number five. When you think hope, you don't give up because hope will keep you moving forward because you are saying, well, even if I can't see anything now, I'm thinking hope and I have expectation for tomorrow for the future, so you don't give up. Hope will keep you up and and keep you from giving up. And then number six, when you think hope, you can connect with others and make hope connections, and that's what we've heard tonight. Several hope connections came whenever we began to think hope, and then we were open to receive the hope connections. And it's nothing like a hope connection when both parties are coming together in the name of hope and by the grace of God. And, and, and once you have that kind of hope connection, then you're able to, to, to move forward and to help one another in whatever the situation may be. Which brings me to number seven. And the last point here is when you think hope, All things are possible. When you think hope, then you know that there is nothing too hard for God. When you think hope, you keep the door of your heart open to the possibilities and to the things that you desire to come to pass. And you trust God in the process as you are thinking hope. So as we just wrap up tonight, 
I want to encourage you to think hope. Think hope and your life will change. Think hope and see that there is a brighter day. Think hope. That's the challenge as we are preparing and counting down these weeks until we celebrate our first ever National Month of Hope in April. We encourage you to take the hope challenge. Think hope and make hope connections. Come back next week on the Think Hope podcast where we're going to start sharing about these hope connections and how to make hope connections and what hope connections look like. Now that we've talked about thinking hope and how to think hope and why we should think hope, we're going to now look at the second part of that, and that's the hope connections. So if you'd like to find out more information, please, Go to www.makeahopeconnection.com. God bless you, and until next time, we look forward to thinking hope. Remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.